talking about DeSantis. He's going to run against Donald Trump, it looks like. And my next guest, our next guest, is a dear friend of mine for 42 years. And at this point, along with Danielle, uh, one of, and your father, uh, the, 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 maybe the best defense attorney anywhere in this country. He's that good. And uh, just about two weeks ago, he called me. He was on the way to Mar-a-Lago. Yep. called me at 530 in the morning. He said, Sid, what do you think? I said, this is great. And now it's everywhere. New York Post, TMZ, my dear friend Joe Tacopino representing Donald Trump. Just another, another tremendous client in tax long history and impressive career. Here he is, Joseph Tacopino. Right off the bat, Joseph, congratulations. President Donald Trump does not get much bigger than that. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, look. Uh, when I see things happening that are just so fundamentally wrong, whether you like his politics or like his personality or don't like his politics, it just absolutely drives me bonkers. And the stuff that's going on around him, some of the legal proceedings around him, the shenanigans that this former special prosecutor, uh, really, who should just hide his head in the sand. Uh, is Pomerantz? Uh, it's just it's Pomerantz. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's despicable. It's despicable. Yeah. The whole thing is despicable. You know, what's, uh, what's funny is, you know, you, you've kind of dove in with the whole Trump thing. I mean, you represented Kimberly Guilfoyle at the January 6th hearings. Now you're representing President Trump himself. You're on record here on this show saying that what Joe Biden is doing right now with the documents Every bit is bad, if not worse. And he was quick to criticize Donald Trump. So between Kimberly and the president, you, Joseph Takapina, you've basically been uh, like a made man in the Trump family. <laughs> in, in the McGurk organized crime. <laughs> uh, somewhere Bernard McGurk is smiling because smiling we, we, so big. Right, oh, we are please. not that far removed. I mean, you, you, didn't, you never really criticized the president. You didn't kill the president. But you weren't his biggest fan. But now, because you're a good attorney and you're all about what's fair and what's not fair, even you have to admit there are two sets of rules. Everybody's rules and a different one for Donald Trump. And, you know, Sid, I've been saying that long before I was retained as his lawyer. I mean, I've been saying that long before. I mean, the, 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 the double standards here, the stuff with, with Letitia James and what she's doing, it, it's, you know, talk about a frivolous lawsuit. I mean, that thing is ridiculous, the whole the whole assets valuation fraud case, you know, between two private parties, none of which are aggrieved. But all of a sudden, the attorney general has something in the interest of the people of the state of New York. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But this this last maneuver by Pomerantz is, is despicable. I mean, it's a crime. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, I you know, we have the the confidentiality agreement he signed with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office before taking on the role, you know, leaving Paul Weiss, by the way, Hillary Clinton's law firm, taking on the role of special prosecutor. And one of the things he said is in, in this agreement that he agreed to is that he understood that the records in this case will be obtained by grand jury subpoena. And he understands that pursuant to New York penal law. 215-70, the improper disclosure of that material uh, is punishable as a felony. But, but you know, he's going to sell a book. And I think at this point in his career, you know, he's left Paul Weiss, apparently. Um, and he's now just sort of going to, you know, get his 15 minutes in um, and try and make as many millions as he can on this book. And, you know, so be, so, you know, <laughs> damn with the rest. Law license, uh, felony status, I guess it doesn't matter. And Joe, even if I'm not mistaken over here, even the one and only Alvin Bragg, the one who I've been so, so many of us have been so critical of, he actually had a, a shot across the bow at Pomerantz on this stuff, saying that it would actually hinder and influence his investigation. Am I right about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, wow. and by the way, he, Alan's saying the same thing. Greg is saying the same. This is the first time Alan and I are on the same page here. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, he, he's saying the same thing. It's a crime. It's a violation of the penal law to reveal grand jury information, information that was obtained pursuant to grand jury subpoena. You can't reveal that, especially during an ongoing investigation, which Greg says this still is. We'll see. Yeah. But but it's a felony. And, and someone like Pomerantz, who was a former federal prosecutor and, uh, you know, at one time was a regarded uh, defense attorney. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing that someone like that would do this just for the sake of a dollar and for some publicity and some fame. I mean, that's, that's all this is about. And it's, it's despicable. I mean, really, the legal system has now become such a joke in so many ways and it's, because it's driven by politics and political bends and agendas and everything right. else. And it's just wrong. I, mean, I almost cursed on your show. Just <laughs> yeah, I heard that. And by the way, even though Bragg agrees, Takapina told me in private, I'm going to share it, he wants his campaign donation back. Uh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I, I so, gave him, I gave him a nice donation. I'm friends with Alan. And then he puts out some memo where I basically know. all criminals get to go free. I know. He's nuts. And he's a bad guy, actually. He hates Jews. He hates he just defends the blacks. That's fine. Uh, so last Thursday night, you were at a very important meeting. And uh, being the dear friend you are, you said, Sid, the Bruins are in town. You can have my two great tickets. He's got great tickets, Andrew. So I took my, my, my buddy Tom Mango, and we went to the Ranger game, sat in Takapina's seats, and it was a wonderful time. Now the man that owns that hockey team that you and I love so much, he's in the news today. It's like the biggest news in the city. That's Jimmy Dolan, who has now threatened to stop serving beers at Ranger games because they're coming down on him, the alcohol folks, because he actually has some type of system when folks enter Madison Square Garden, they take a picture of their face, and people are saying that's intrusive, that's illegal. What do you think about this whole, what's turning a very nasty Ranger beer sale situation with Jimmy Dolan? Well, here's the thing. I'm a Ranger season ticket holder, and I know if I say something bad about Jimmy Dolan, I'm going to lose those seats. <laughs> right, don't so do it. Don't do it. Phenomenal. <laughs> I think he's a god. I think, I think any attorney who has the, the audacity to sue MSG or any of its entities should not only be disbarred barred from these premises, but should be imprisoned. Um, so I, I agree with him. No, but, 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 but on a serious note, seats are not going anywhere. Right, no, those are great seats. <laughs> those seats are going to get even better, it sounds right, like. But on a serious note, he owns the team. He owns the building. Why can't he decide who comes and goes? He can. He can. But what the New York State Liquor Authority is basically saying is that, yeah, you can decide who comes and goes. But if we don't think you're, you're, you're being fair in, in the way you allow entry into your venues, we don't have to give you a liquor license. And they're claiming and it's discriminatory, right? It, you know, it is. It is. Andrew. I mean, what, what, basically what, he's, what they're saying, the, the liquor authority is saying, look, you can't, you can't use facial recognition, to, which is supposed to be used for security purposes to make sure that no you know like no terrorists are coming into the building or anything <laughs> yeah, like that fine um to, to to pick out attorneys who are filing cases against an msg entity whatever that entity may be it could be uh marquee it could be radio city musical whatever it is um and and it, it prevents those people from being allowed entry into the building and what they're saying is that's really not what that's supposed to be used for that's right. supposed to be used for right. security purposes that's what they state Never. but you know jimmy dolan is he's a tough guy and he's a guy who's going to say this is I, listen i put attorneys on notice you sue us you're banned from our premises until the litigation's over um but i don't agree with that policy but certainly um you know it's his to do and look all they could do is take his liquor license away right i mean it's a private entity um like you just said sid but you know anything that has to do with the state getting licenses that's where he could be impacted no and then the range of fans want to drink beer i mean look at the end of the day my two favorite people danielle you're right up there on that list as well joe tacopina both attorneys i love you both but 
I love what Jimmy Dolan is doing. <laughs> Let's move on to the next story. I told you last night, uh, Joseph, that if those five cops in Memphis that killed Tyree Nichols were white, this country would be turned upside down today. Rioting fires would be worse than Minnesota. Now, look, people are still loving the opportunity to demonize the police. I mean, you got Don Lemon live in Memphis today. He's going to find a way to demonize the police, which is bad enough. But you would agree, thank God these were black cops, because if they were white cops, we'd be in a whole lot of trouble every city across America today. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, listen, it sounds ugly to say that, say it does, but I said that to you last night. And then it's unfortunately, it's just the truth. It's just the truth. And let's let's call it what it is. Come on. We don't have to be politically correct on your show. We just got to be honest. Not my show. And, and being, <laughs> I, know, I know. And being honest, being honest says says if these were five white cops, the, the, the Memphis would have been burning already. Um, you know, so so if you want to say fortunately, there's nothing fortunate about this incident. But if you want to say fortunately, they weren't white. So this didn't become a racial incident. You know, thank God for that, I guess. Um, but it's still it's still a horrific thing. And, and you know, what's worse is the videotape's going to come out today. And and I look, I haven't seen it, and I don't prejudge anyone. I, I really do give everyone the benefit of the doubt. That's our justice system. Justice is when someone is presumed innocent until a jury determines that they're not. But from all accounts, from law enforcement accounts, and normally law enforcement's a little more reserved in their condemnation of their officers, they came down hard on these guys. They're basically saying it defies humanity. That's the police chief. Um this videotape must be so bad that that I guess it's probably indefensible as was what they're saying. So, yeah, when it comes out, you see it's you know it's going to harken back memories of Rodney King, which was one of the worst episodes in in the country. They say history. this is you know, worse. What, what they say this guy took a worse beating than Rodney King. Oh, my God, and and that's yeah. hard to believe. I know the, 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 that also begs the question: Is what are these guys thinking? They have cameras on their chests that are recording this. I mean, I just don't understand what it is that. That gets into some of these guys' minds. And listen, you couldn't pay me to be a police officer. I represent a lot of cops, as you know. Um, yeah, we, we all, me, you, Andrew, your crew there, you know, we all go to work every day hoping we have a good day at work. Yeah. A police officer goes to work every day hoping they come home. Yeah. And so it's try and walk in those shoes for a minute. But, but on the other hand, they do have an obligation to sort of uphold certain rules and laws. And, and if they just pummel the sky, you know, according to this, the, the statements I'm reading, they just were taking turns just yep. – just, pulverizing this guy when he was down and out, which is crazy. So, Well, look, you know, I, I just see this, and they, they say you hold all the bad news till Friday afternoon and dump it. I don't know if that's the right move here because you're going to have the whole weekend where yeah. this thing could get stirred up all across the country. And I think it will, and I think we will still see rioting, Andrew, just not as bad because yeah. of the race of the cops. I think it will still get ugly in certain parts. Hey, Joseph, again, congratulations on the Donald Trump news and you're doing such a great job on the show every week. 42 years a long time, brother. I love you. Thank you for another great appearance on Sid and Friends. Love you too. Andrew, All right, man. Have a great weekend. There he is, the great Joseph Tacopina.